Before we get started on this week's 49er Goldcast, I uh, just want to give you guys a heads up that uh, Louis Bartone and myself are calling in. We're calling in today, so uh, the sound's going to be a little bit different. We also want to remind everyone that starting January, after the 49ers season ends, the Goldcast will be rebranding and opening to be covering both the Warriors and the Giants. We're going all year round, all the San Francisco teams, Bay Area teams. We're going to be covering, like I said, emphasis on 49ers. Now we're going over to Warriors and Giants, so be on the lookout for that. There'll be more changes coming to the Facebook page, to the Twitter page. You will be seeing an expand, expanding of the 49er Gold cast to include all of our beloved San Francisco teams. More on that later in the year as we head towards the end. And, um, yeah, so here we go. Let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. San Francisco, are you ready? Boom! I'm your host, Rudy Solis III, and with me is my brother, my co-host, Raymond Solis I, baby. And our Los Angeles co-host... Louis V and our esteemed co-host Old Man Davis Boom! There we go We're back in the place to be 49 Goldcast live and direct 49ers lose for it feels like a millionth time uh, <laughs> it feels like a millionth time uh, final score this one was a close one it was 24-31 in favor of the Dolphins. Dolphins do not cover on Vegas, by the way. They don't cover. Uh, that was nice. That was just a little bit. Um, I feel like the offense is getting better, and I feel like Cap is tending to – is slowly but surely thriving more and more with that strong offensive line and a lot of the read option and the, the Chip Kelly offensive philosophy. But I feel like the defense – uh, is is pretty stagnant. Raymond, would you agree with that statement? Well, absolutely. Like we've been talking about this whole year. I mean, ever since I'd say week two, you think it was either week one or week two, they're they're down half their starters, more than half their starters. Ed Reed or Eric Reed went down. Not it. I wish um, Eric <laughs> Reed went down a week ago with a torn bicep muscle, so he is gone for the year. Not that he was. You know, this is the the last remaining Pro Bowler that was on the team from the Jim Harbaugh era, which had eight Pro Bowl or seven Pro Bowlers on that defensive squad from that to one. And now he's gone. So you have five starters, six starters gone from the starting lineup. Actually, I take it back. Ahmad Brooks is also a former Pro Bowler from that. uh, The big Fangio defense who's still there. He just doesn't have a lot of juice in the tank left these days. Got half a sack today split with Nick Ballore. But, I mean, uh, Shane Scove went down today. He didn't come back. I mean, every single week somebody goes down, and this team just cannot stay healthy. So I just wonder – I know that they never talk about this during the offseason, but I would really like the 49ers to evaluate the strength and conditioning staff because the last few years have had a series of periodic injuries – we saw that with Jim Tom Sula's team. We saw that in the last season of Jim Harbaugh. And now we have our third year in a row under Chip Kelly. 
However, the defense did hold another team under 100 yards rushing for the second straight week. So if there is a highlight to mark in the defensive slot, it is on that side. The only problem is there's no pass rush. And eventually, when you don't have a pass rush, that the pass rush supports your secondary. It usually do- never works the other way around. Your 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 front seven sup- you know it helps to make your secondary look better because the rules do not favor the secondary. Thus, the secondary is next to quarterback, the second hardest position to play. And even though uh, the 49ers pass defense is kind of middle of the road in the rankings, like 14, 15, they probably dropped a little bit this week because Ryan Tannehill had a really good day passing efficiently, almost 300 yards, three passes, three touchdowns, no picks. Colin Kaepernick was really good too. The only problem is he still needs to lead his receivers on some of his throws. They're still behind those that won the Torrey Smith late in the fourth quarter that should have been led. That would have been a much better pass. The running game for the 49ers is really good, although Kaepernick tends to run better than Hyde does. He had 113 yards today. Uh, The Niners are still a top 10 offense in terms of rushing, and the passing game has been excellent the last couple weeks. The only problem is, like you said, brother, it's the defense. There's no pass rush, and as a result, the secondary just gets worn out, and they're just going to continue to give up big plays like we saw today. I think Antoine Bethea is someone you definitely part ways with coming next season. He's old. He's a former three-time Pro Bowler, not a current Pro Bowler, and you can tell by the lack of speed. He's just always out of position or if he's in position, he's getting burned, and he's a total liability out there. Yeah. But he's all they've got. So, unfortunately, that's just what we got. Jaquaski Tart's just a second-year man who had limited play last year, still has limited play this year, so he's just quite not there yet. You know, so going back, Louie, you, you, you said before, even at the start of the season, that you thought Colin Kaepernick uh, would could thrive under the Chip Kelly system, and it seems like he is. Let me ask you... This isn't a question we talk about very often on the Goldcast. Do you think Cap is worthy of a second look on fantasy? Uh, oh, absolutely. Colin Kaepernick, I wouldn't even say is he worth a second look. He needs to be picked up, and he he could be started. Like, he needs to be started in, in leagues. Like, like, if you're kind of hurting, right, you could throw him in your oh, fantasy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If if I – we'll put this – so I have Matthew Stafford and Dak Prescott, but if I, if I wasn't able to pick up Dak Prescott – who is amazing. If I wasn't able to pick him up, I would be picking up Kaepernick. Honestly, I would have done better this week if I had Kaepernick in there. He out, he put up like 31 this week in our league. Like, he's a – I recommend 100% that anyone out there that has heard it at quarterback, go, even if you're not – even if you have like a quarterback that's like decent, like a top – you know, in the ladder of the top 10 or maybe like a top 12, I'd go pick him up if he's on waivers, man. He's a – because every week he has such a baseline of – He's going to get probably 50 rushing yards. He's going to throw at least two touch, one or two touchdowns. Like he has such a baseline hey, he with that offense. Yeah, the last few weeks he probably put up a lot of points. He had over 100 today. He had three touchdowns today. Godly man. and almost yeah. 300 yards. He threw. He completed 63 percent of his passes for Colin Kaepernick. That's good. Obviously, it's you're not. Oh, once yeah. you get into the high like high 60s, uh, low 70s, then you're. You're in Aaron Rodgers, Brady, and Drew Brees territory. Mm-hmm. But 63 for Colin Kaepernick is really good. And you can see he's thriving in this. This offense is much better suited for him, I feel like, because it still allows him that freedom to run, which we saw was very much they Harbaugh's coaching 
wanted him to refrain from that. And we saw that that Colin Kaepernick felt very limited in his game under that. Whereas here, it seems like he has free reign to do that, where he said, hey, if it's not there, go downfield. So yeah. I, I like to see that. That's clearly where he thrives. He actually throws even better um, when he's outside of the pocket just because he can see the field better. So I think when you do those boots, those waggles, and those play-action passes, he's really good at that too because he's he's always a threat to run. That's why he's his running efficiency is better than Carlos Hyde because as he's, his people are betting on him to pass, to beat him. But when that's not there, he can still run. And he's a smart runner. He's not reckless like uh, Cam Newton or, or uh, RG3. Thank God. So he's yeah. able. He's able to be. Yeah. He's more durable that way. He lasts longer. Now, now, despite Kaepernick on the rise, I want Old Man Davis to answer this first, and then I'll throw it to the rest of the cast. Do we still draft a quarterback to compete with Cap, Old Man Davis, in the draft next year? Uh, I said this weeks in the past, and I continue to say it here on the Gold Cast in Week Twelve. The Forty Niners pick a quarterback at some point of the 17th draft. I've been talking to Fidel Castro. He said he'd be more than willing to take on number seven to play for the National Cuba Refugees. Like they're willing to pick up the contract? They uh, have free education and free universal health care. And certainly they can uh, pick up a, a guy like number seven uh, to play for their team. Uh, as far as the 49ers, we need a quarterback. I cannot continue. I don't know how much more time I have here on the gold cast. We need to win ball games, and we need a quarterback. There it is. Yeah, uh, I gotta. I do gotta say, it's just so amazing. Like at the end of the day, like, and I know we gotta break things down. Like they suck so bad. So I'm, I'm happy. Trust me. But I gotta <laughs> say, it's so amazing seeing you guys drop ten straight. But um, record, say, record winning record too. Franchise record, unbelievable. Dallas wins ten straight for the first. time. <laughs> you ever. lose, you ten, lose straight. ten straight. <laughs> So, uh, so, so I gotta say, uh, yeah, I, I think that I do think that they're they should take a a QB. I don't think I, I don't think they should take a first round. I don't think they should take a first round QB. I mean, dude, like we've seen it. Like we've seen, like I, Cap has played well. Like I don't think that Cap is the type of core. I think part of it too that we have to realize is that they're down. Like you guys are down so much uh, most of the game, so Cap is kind of airing it out. So I'd want to see what he's gonna. I want. I want to see what he does to to kind of hold on to a lead. I think it'd be different. I think he's kind of playing with that like, like kind of like kid mentality, like backyard mentality of like, well, I'm just gonna go and have fun and go play the game. I think that's why he's having doing so well. So I don't necessarily think that he's the long term answer. But I don't think you guys need to go drop a first-round pick on a quarterback. I think you guys can get someone in the second or third and let him kind of sit for a little while, um, and then kind of and maybe just ride cap for the next you know year, um, year or two. And, yeah, I think the I, Niners I think, still get a quarterback in the first round. I think there's a really strong chance, considering that we are now toe to toe with Cleveland. There's a really good yeah, chance we pick two, that up. I mean, man, defense is God. obviously a gaping hole in the linebacker side, so I would not also be surprised. This, this could swing two ways, the way I see it, is they either go quarterback, if there's a really good quarterback available within the first two picks, 
within mm-hmm. if, if there's a good quarterback class that comes out this next year i don't follow college and i don't care but if it does happen to <laughs> fall that way then i i would see them picking one and chip kelly will obviously have a hand in that if it doesn't then balky will definitely be going linebacker yeah, if if that man still continues the uh, well, the red and gold. Correct, right. correct. I I I'd yeah. like to see maybe uh, them drop uh, number two, who I've uh, praised the uh, preseason that uh, he would uh, retain the starting position throughout the first half of the season, and that did hold true. My yeah. word does mm-hmm. carry weight. Not... I, I think Gabbard is definitely the, the gift of Gab is. No longer giving. I think, I think you no. let Gab go and you promote Christian Ponder to backup. Yeah. And then you put and I, I, and your sign, more serviceable than you sign an additional veteran quarterback. <laughs> the second one. All right, here we go. Moving on, gentlemen. Let's move over to the NFC West where the Seahawks lost today. Yeah, kind of a little bit of a shocker. They kind of got slacked. You know, what, what do I always say, guys? Uh, West Coast team going east. Don't like it. Don't like True. it. Uh, 14 to 5. But am I the only one that isn't really worried still? I'm not worried. I think I think it was – I think it was – I talked to my – I was texting my buddy about this. I think it's just a fluke. Um, it's just a we- It was just a weird week. Um, in, in Tampa, and I'll tell you right now, man, I've watched a couple of the games in Tampa Bay. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, the Bucks, but – uh, I watched a couple of games when they're in Tampa Bay and they play differently. And there's something about, I personally think it's something with the stadium or that field or something, but teams play differently on that field. I, I It looks very shitty. Yeah. The, no, it's great. It looks like grass. At least it looks so shitty. And like, and I feel like in Tampa Bay, it's constantly like either raining or it's like humidly wet. It's like always whenever I'm watching a Tampa Bay game, it just looks gross. Like the field, like everything looks gross there. And so I feel like I, there's just something weird in that stadium where I think teams have a hard time or a weird time playing there. Uh, I mean, when the Rams played there, it was like a pure slugfest. Like it was like a shootout to the last minute, and both teams were kind of like playing sloppy at times. It was just really weird. So I think that. Like as much as I was shocked, I don't think it's. I think it was a fluke. I think it was just a one-time thing. West Coast going east, and it's just that field is weird. I think, and I think that's the biggest case for it. Yeah, Raymond, are you worried about the Seahawks at all? Do you, now, do you agree? I still think they're the most poised to make a run because I trust their defense more than any other any other defense in the NFC right now. Well, what, absolutely, what every other team in the NFC West has a losing record. No, NFC in, <laughs> NFC in general. I'm talking even Cowboys. Um, I, I trust I, – you know, I, for me, I'm always a defense guy. When it, defense wins championships, and time and time again, we see those defenses that make a big run. And right now, as much as I love the Cowboys in, in terms of what they're doing offensively, as much as I love them as Super Bowl favorites, I don't love the Cowboys. I mean, let me rephrase that whole thing. They have what it takes to make a run. Seattle's defense is the thing that scares me the most and why I feel like of the top four, if you were to say the top four right now are Dallas, Seattle, uh, New England, and um, Oakland, I would say Seattle of the top four have the, the most potential to go all the way because they have the best defense. And defense wins I think I think so because they have that playoff experience and they have the ability to turn it up within the playoffs. However... If there is a team that is poised to upset them this year, then I would put that money on the Cowboys. Correct. 
I don't think they're going to do it. But I think they got a so, good shot. I'm so, I'm so scared. <laughs> one more time, one more time. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! I do like, I do like me some Jimmy Johnson. I love me some Jimmy Johnson. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! <laughs> there it is. So, so um, I got, I gotta say too, uh, with, with Seattle, man, the thing that, and and again, and, and Rudy said it too, time and time again. Defense comes through and defense wins championships, and I agree. And time and time again, I'm constantly proven wrong because I feel like every year I'm like, yeah, but this offense, and then like it comes to the Super Bowl and they just get destroyed. Like Carolina last year, I was like, yeah, but Cam Newton, and then they just like got they just blasted them. Remember so I when I walked to that Super Bowl party and I said, Denver is winning, Denver's gonna win, and we all were like, no way, Carolina, like, no, so. put your money on it, they've got the number one defense. <laughs> Well, I don't even need to know anything else. It's I said going. I said Carolina, and then you were like, "Yeah." Meanwhile, there was you said the stat about the receivers, and I was like, "Oh, I want to change my pick." I didn't know that stat before I made my pick. Yeah, their wide receiver one, which was Ted Ginn, had dropped sixty percent of his passes through the season. Yeah. You can't win a Super Bowl against the number 60 one defense when your wide percent. receiver one drops sixty percent of his passes. It was about impossible. Right about who of the top four? Let's let's go into this. We're talking. We ended up. We our discussion changed. Though. We're talking about top four. We've got New England. Your beloved Oakland, uh, this is going to be tough for you, Dallas, Seattle. I still say of the top four, Seattle is the most poised. How do you feel? I think you need to blow it out your ass, Rudy. There's one <laughs> thing that we know about the Seabirds this season is that they're not the Seahawks of the yesteryear and the yesteryesteryear, all right? Russell, the love muscle, Wilson played <laughs> shitty. The love muscle. <laughs> it was disgusting. That's his wrestling name. Russell the love muscle. Five points is all he can help carry his team to a a victory of lo- lo- losers. <laughs> Seattle's susceptible on the road. They're great at home. They I won't have see. that advantage this year in the playoffs. And that is and that is why I that's why that's why Dallas. I think Dallas is going to take it just because of that. Seattle's not going to be at home in playoffs this year, and we saw what happened when they were on the road last year. They needed, they literally, they needed Blair Walsh to miss a field goal that no one would ever miss in their life. Like they needed stuff to happen in that playoff game that that shouldn't have happened, and then they went to Carolina and got smacked. Like. Because, like, yeah, they are very susceptible on the road, and I don't think – and, dude, if they don't have Michael Bennett back, or if he's still hobbled, that's it's huge. He's huge for their front four. They have no well, front and, four right now. Yeah, and Seattle – I mean, here's the thing about last year, too. We, we talked a little bit about this last year. We're getting a little off topic, but we'll, I'll move fast. Seattle had no business yeah. being there anyways. It, they, they, they had that no call against Detroit, and had that no call – not happened. They wouldn't even have made it to the playoffs. And then there was another game. There was like two different games. I remember the De- the, the Detroit no call, which drove me crazy. <laughs> and then there was one other game that 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 it's like they barely eked the win. Like it was it was same. It was it was like a really wonky win where it's like two different games that easily could have not gone their way and they wouldn't even have been in the playoffs. And then you have that yeah. missed field goal. I remember a buddy of mine, a diehard buddy of mine from Seattle, telling me. Uh, the week before the playoffs started, he goes, you know, we're the team no one wants to face right now. I was, I was, no one wants to face right now. And I thought, oh, my. I promise you, you're not getting past the divisional round. And yeah. they, they get, they I'm going to I'm gonna say uh, 
replace the Seattle seabirds with another bird species. Oh, you're going to say Atlanta? How about the dirty bird falcons? Yeah, I agree. They're hot. Oh, I'm still not a believer in Atlanta. I mean, they're I think they're <laughs> in a weak division. I mean, they've got a they they're like they're like a poor man's Dallas right now. They're you know That's they're fair. like a high powered offense. I don't have much D. Um, the thing about you're right, Michael Bennett being hobbled, and then you've got that you've got the the Great Wall of Dallas Part Two right now over there. I think you're you have a scenario where if if Dallas and Seattle were to get into a shootout. Then Dallas definitely can win. Can win that game. Dallas's defense is competent, and competent probably competent enough to possibly stop a, a Russell Wilson-led offense. Um, that'd be interesting. That'll be interesting. Of the top four, old man Davis never answered the top four. Which one is your favorite? I like the Dallas Cowboys all the way. All the way, even over your Oakland Raiders. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said all the way to the bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's taking the ball? <laughs> oh, silence. Oh, man. No answer. Death is silence. <laughs> oh. And what's right, close so... to death is the Oakland Raiders. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Let's lead into this right now because uh, <laughs> rolling into this side, Raiders are rolling, but there's only one. Undefeated team against the division in the AFC West, and that's those Kansas City Chiefs. Sheesh. How about them Chiefs, baby? Uh, oh, Alex, way to tough it out tonight. What a way hell of game! Way to tough it out. And guess what? Of the two losses Oakland has suffered this year, one was to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. How about them Chiefs? I, oh, man, I, Davis. I, what are you going to do next round against the Chiefs? When do you, you play the Chiefs? You play them uh, December 8th at, in, in Kansas City. Ooh. Ouch. There's, not, there's no excuses other than just winning. Just win, baby. And that's what KC's we're going to do. KC's defense is on par with the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. This last Everybody. this last turn of the season is all road games. Well, we're going to bring what? we're going to bring I, home the W's. Uh, Louis, tell me if you agree with this. I feel like the dark like the dark horse in the dark horse in the NFC might be the New York Giants. I'm going to say Kansas City Chiefs. It might be the dark horse. In the you NFC. know what? You, you, I'm going to so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stop. I'm going to pull Kanye. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish in a second. But I got to say. I disagree. Now Ooh. I just now I just watched that game. Trust me. So, dude, that they looked good. Like they looked really good, bro. And and, and I and I loved watching that. And they came back. They fought hard all game. Now, where I disagree on is that every season, especially the last three years, every season we had these discussions. Last year, what happened? What they win? They, they won like eleven straight at one point. I know. Like, I know. Every year. Yeah, you know, we had this discussion every year. They do the same thing. They they're fire. They catch fire. They do so well. They do their thing. They go. They make the playoffs. Maybe they win the wild card and they do it, and then they go to the division. They fall on their face. They fall so hard on their face. Like in that, and I don't I don't see any other scenario for them this year as well. Like 
And Andy Reid is not going to win in the postseason for you. It just he he can't. He just there's something in him where he can't win in the postseason. It's he can so only weird. give you 16 games. He, he can, can give you 16, 16 regular season and, and kill it and make you think that you're going, and then you can't do anything past it. God, you're and right. I, and you know what? I didn't, I, I, I mean, haven't I said this for three weeks straight on the Goldcast? Haven't I yeah. said that conversation? I've been saying that exact conversation. And you you know what? God, that's a good reminder because I was right. drinking the Kansas City Kool-Aid. And you were drinking the Kool-Aid. Bro, because, hey, because look, they, just, they just won a great game in Denver. So I understand why. Because even I started to drink it, and then I was like, no, but wait. But wait, they do this every single season, man. Every year we talk about it. This I think it depends who I think it depends who they're matched up against because their defense is really good. Their offense is is kind of middle of the road. They're about as as efficient as like maybe the Vikings or the yes. the, the Giants. Um, yeah. Although you know they're they're the West Coast offense, run the ball, do play action pass. Although I, I like the way Chip Kelly's play action a little bit better. Than Andy Reid, although Andy Reid is very polished in that in that regard, but he's just old. But uh, Andy Reid is 11-11 in the postseason. That means there's a 50-50 shot. So it really <laughs> depends who who the matchup is, if they're yeah. at home, because I don't, we don't know who they're going to play in that first round. Is it going to be if it's Houston Texans? I put my money on Kansas City because Houston has no offense, and their defense is not as good as KC. Oh, Houston's if terrible. It's the, if it's the Baltimore Ravens, you're in the same exact scenario. And if it's the Miami Dolphins, you're also in the same exact scenario. Although Miami's offense is slightly better than the, the former two teams I mentioned. Well, that's been, that's my thing is that I don't think that I have no question that they'll make it to the wild card. And honestly, I think they'll win the wild card because I think a lot of teams are going to face in that first round are, are pretty weak. Houston is I'm so happy they lost this week because Houston is the is the poorest excuse for a team with a winning record I've ever seen. They are every, and I feel terrible. Every year for them, it's the same God, thing. they're terrible. And they keep winning games, and it literally upsets me because they're so bad. Brock Osweiler cannot move the ball at all, and their defense is, is okay. Like, their defense is not making insane plays. They just somehow are always on the right side of, you know, whatever call it is or whatever way the ball bounces. But I think that I think Casey does go to the wild card and probably wins it. But I think they're capped at the division because in the divisional they're either going to face um, they're going to face New England, who I do, who again they won't beat they won't beat they lost him last There's, year. Andy Reid's never going to beat Bill Belichick. No, no way. And the way Oakland the way Oakland is finding ways to win, I think Oakland will handle Casey. I'm excited to see that next week will be the huge deciding factor. But dude, Oakland is thin. Like that's where I weeks, watch teams that are gonna win. Two oh, two weeks. Okay, so two weeks. But like Oakland's finishing games. They they're finishing from they they play really well, and at the end when they need it the most, when then all the pressure's on them, they finish, and that is like such a hard thing to do in the league. That's a good man. Can do, exactly. That's so a good man. Well, wait, that's so a good man. If the Raiders want that man back on next week, challenge at the pressure of the postseason. <laughs> what, what, old man Davis, hold on. Old man Davis, what'd you say? Nope. Just other than uh, Louis, a good man. Need that guy right back on next week. It's people like oh, this man right here. I got you. I got that you. That make <laughs> your guys' words a horseshit <laughs> bag. You know nothing about football until you hear this man. <laughs> you heard it here. 
You heard it here first, Goldcast. <laughs> yeah, you heard it. You heard it. Also, um, uh, I just realized, too, um, I wanted to let everyone know, since we're talking about playoff picture and everything, um, officially the 49ers have been eliminated from the Yes! Yes! Don't you yes us, Louie. <laughs> We you knew that no was going to be the start. silver and black cast. Don't act surprised. Oh. <laughs> Don't act yeah. surprised. God, it makes me so happy, man. <laughs> hey, Rudy, Rudy. Oh, my God. I just remembered this. Remember, hey, Goldcast fan, just so you guys know, Rudy and I have a little bet. Not to mention the, the many bets that we have going on this year. <laughs> but on top of that, we have we have a side bet. We have one of many side bets going on that the, whoever takes last in the division has to make divisional hats saying yes. last place yes. and third place. So, yeah, Rudy, you may true. want to look into getting hats I, uh, I'm, cooked I'm up. I'm already going to – I have to begin. So, yeah, our, our, <laughs> our, our bet was whoever, whoever got last place – had to buy division round hats for each team. So I might have to say 49ers. Fourth place. Last place. And then Louis would say Los Angeles Rams. Oh, man. The Rams are one win, a, one loss away from going right to Fisher's sweet spot. After he oh, said, man. I'm not going 8-8 eight and eight this year. <laughs> I'm not going 7-9. Like- and nine. So it's like funny. you're right. You're 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 going under. Now, <laughs> you're going six and ten. So now, okay, let's go. Let's go back to the Rams really fast. Go for like a minute here. We only got about five yeah. minutes left, guys. So, yeah. but uh, going back to the Rams, uh, real quick, jumping back to the Rams. Now you bring Goff in. He, you know he's kind of going up and down. Played a little bit better this week. Here's the big question, though. What the hell do you do next year? What do you do? Because you have no draft picks. What do you do? So, so I'll say, so I'll say a quick comment on, yeah, quick comment on golf right now. Um, honestly, I, I'm taking today, I'm taking what happened today with a, with a, just a bit of salt because uh, they were in a dome in New Orleans against the Saints, uh, which I knew was going to be a shootout. That's a very like, that's a very safe space for a quarterback is in the dome against the Saints defense. Like I knew Goff was going to come out. I was going to be shocked if Goff didn't do a lot and he killed it. I think he had a great performance. I think he looked com- comfortable, which is I'm excited to see. Um, but that's, I don't think that Goff's going to start coming out and doing three touchdown performances the rest of the year. That was a, that was just a kind of random thing in the dome. I think against other teams, it'll be a little different. So I don't want anyone to get like next week, you go to new England. Like, we're going to get annihilated. I'm not going to judge anything on Goff next week because that's just terrible. But um, next, as – as but I, I liked what I saw. He looked, he looked confident in the pocket. I thought that he looked – he looked poised. Um, I, honestly, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think that people hated on him super quick without giving him too much of a chance just because he wasn't necessarily ready. Um, I think he's – I like him. I, I, I'm excited. But I'm not excited for next year because next year we're going to be the exact same thing. We're going we're to look – next year the way we do this year because like you just said we have no draft picks like what are we going to do we're going to look the exact same like i don't think yeah. we're going to get worse because we just can't what about get salary cap? what do you get do you guys have money to spend not a lot i think we're about middle med- just in the middle kind of in the middle of the pack but we've never been big free agent spenders anyway we our, no. our biggest our biggest addition the last like five years was kenny Britt. like kenny Britt was like the the water like that's what made that's what caused ripples like that was oh my god 
that's caused waves was Kenny Britt. Like, come on. Like, so we've never been big in the free agency. I don't think we're going to start. I mean, maybe we can get someone next year because it's Los Angeles, but uh, we're pretty much going to stay the same as we are this year. We're going to be another middle of the pack. I think in two years, the following season, we're looking 2018 <laughs> is where I'm looking for the Rams. 2018. Uh, Jeff Fisher's 40th year. Uh, that's when we'll... 40th year of 6-10 and 10 is when yeah. we'll really step it up. Yeah. An, an NFL league record. <laughs> the most 10 lost seasons ever. Yeah, the, most, uh, the most 500 man. seasons of any uh, of time. Second to last. Playoff predictions. Raymond, let us know where we're at. We'll give Louie a chance to catch up. Uh, but, Ray, let us know where we're at in the playoff predictions very quickly. We've got a couple minutes here. Okay, so playoff. Louie, you haven't been here, but we have gone about three teams deep, both AFC and NFC. Old Man Davis so far has in the AFC column, he has Oakland, New England, and Pittsburgh. In his NFC column, he has selected Dallas, Seattle, and Atlanta. Uh, Rudy has picked in the AFC column New England, Baltimore, and Oakland. And in his NFC column, he's picked Dallas, Atlanta, and Seattle. And in my column, starting with the AFC, I have New England, Kansas City, and Oakland. And on NFC, I have Dallas, Seattle, and New York. So pretty similar across the board, albeit one or two teams here and there. But uh, we'd like to get you caught up to speed here so you can join the fray because playoff prediction is always very fun. So why don't we first start off with uh, your NFC picks? So my NFC picks, uh, I mean, the lock is obviously Dallas. Hard to say. Um, I'm going to say Dallas, Seattle, and I'm going to throw one in here that no one said. I'm going to say Dallas, Seattle, and Detroit. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I think Detroit's a lock for playoffs. I'm saying it right now. They're a lock. I'm saying it right now. They're a lock. A lock. Yeah. Now, I think so. Minnesota is melting. Green Bay is not in it. And Chicago's terrible. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, dude, they're literally on this magical run. Everyone's like, oh, well, it's going to fall out soon. It's yet to fall out. They've all 11 games they've trailed in the fourth quarter, and they've won seven of those 11. That Whoa. that's not gonna that's not gonna change next week. Like that's not gonna really change. They they play the Saints next week. Like like that number is not gonna get different. Like Matthew Stafford's not gonna all of a sudden stop doing that. Like I don't. People are saying it's gonna fall out. I don't think it will. I think I think Detroit's a lock. The their defense has played a lot better in the second uh-huh. half of the season, and. Oddly enough, the retirement of Megatron has really allowed the offense to flourish more. Yeah. Um, in the receiving end, I, I, I like Matthew Stafford. I think he's good. He's kind Same. of a gunslinger. He's got a little bit of that Brett Favre in him. He's got a great arm. He's pretty good decision maker. And, uh, you know, they, they've got a, a good running game, a decent running game over there. So, And like I said, Minnesota's kind of having a meltdown since starting off hot. Green Bay hasn't been in it all season, and Chicago is uh, up there with, uh, or I should say, down there with us. And, <laughs> and, so, that, and but you know, I told Louie that was a team I never drank the Kool Aid on. Was Minnesota? I had. So no you said. So you said Dallas. Who else? And Detroit. Dallas, Seattle, and Detroit. All right, and then now for AFC. AFC, uh, New England. I'm not going to get crazy. I'm not going to get crazy. New England for sure. Uh, Oakland for sure. And then the third one's tough, man. The third one's really tough, but oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get wild. 
Uh, it's got to be KC. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say New England, Oakland, and KC. I didn't get wild. I was gonna say someone else, but that's that for me in New England, um, Oakland, and KC. Boom! There it is. Yeah. Old man Davis, add add your fourth picks to your playoff predictions. Who's going in? So far, you've got New England, Oakland, and and Oakland. <laughs> right, Ray? Does Ray? He doesn't have a third pick. For last year, if I remember correctly, Old Man Davis picked Oakland two weeks in a row. He's got Oakland, New England, and Pittsburgh. Oh, he did say Pittsburgh? Yeah. Pittsburgh, wow. I'm sure he would love to have Oakland in there twice. You did, did say Oakland. Oakland twice, but you then you picked Pittsburgh. But okay. in reality, you would love Oakland to have two playoff spots. Thank you, uh, Ray, for the clarification. Uh, that was well done. Uh I'm just going to say uh, it's an update uh, version uh, 2.1. Uh, Oakland, Oakland, and Oakland. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we're going to uh, go uh, this week with the uh, AFC Houston Texans. Houston I, Texans. Houston. They have nothing. Texans. They have to nothing offer, to offer the playoffs. Position. <laughs> Other than However, a speed bump. Correct. There's nothing nothing better than seeing a, a beanstalk Brock Osweiler try to win <laughs> win his win his career back for the Houston fans. Oh man. God, that just had bad, bad idea written all over it. Uh, uh NFC, who do you got? NFC. I can't help it. Louis Wright, the Detroit Lions. They're going. Bam. 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 I like <laughs> I like the schedule, the remain remainder of the season. And uh there's nothing else to say about that. We're talking about go. playoff playoff picture. We're not talking about who wins in the playoffs. Detroit is just in. the picture. Yep. Yeah, just a picture. Raymond, who do you got? On the AFC side, I'm going to go ahead. God, uh, the AFC North and South are just kind of a, kind of a toss-up mm-hmm. with mediocre teams. I do think... I'm going to add the Ravens into that mix. Yeah. Even though I would love to decide with Pittsburgh, however, if if they continue on their current trajectory tied, Baltimore is going to get it because they're undefeated against their division. Right. So yeah. uh, on that, I'm going to say Baltimore. So Baltimore, and then on the NFC side, I was waiting. I was going to, um, you know, I definitely. Let's see. We got the Giants, we got Dallas, and we have Seattle. I'm going to add Detroit, but right now I'm going to also slightly go a different route here, and I'm going to put Atlanta into the mix. They're, they are the New Orleans Saints of, what is it, 2010? Oh, yeah. 2011. Uh, the only oh, difference is they don't have as good of a defense, but they've got enough to win most of their games in shootouts until they run into the, the defenses of the postseason. But they'll get there. 
All right. And then uh, for me, AFC, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I, I've got I've got the, the the two top the top three. I still think. God, the South is such a shit show. Um, but I'm still not ready to commit to anyone there. I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be definitely get one of those wild card slots. So throw them, put put the Chiefs in for me. That's two for the AFC West. I still haven't picked yeah. anyone from the South yet. For the NFC, I'm going to go. I'm going to go wild card again. I, I you know I think I think I'm not. Re- Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to go. I'm going to go wild card on this because I, I like kind of I like kind of jumping out on limbs early. Dallas, Seattle. And I said Dallas, Seattle, Atlanta, and I'm going to throw in the New York Giants on my wild yeah. yeah, they've been playing good defense lately. They're a, and they've got the best record out of the remaining teams outside of Dallas. Yep, there it is. So, Louie, who are who is your fourth addition? That's <sighs> tough, man. The AFC is actually a lot tighter than I thought record-wise. Holy cow! Um, the AFC West is amazing. Uh, I think you uh, – yeah, the AFC South I have no idea about, bro. Um, for my AFC, man, I got to say KC, the way that they play tonight. Miami's close for me right now, but I got to yeah, say KC. they're killing it too. They are. Okay, so who are your three and, teams coming out of the AFC? So I got New England, uh, Oakland. Oh, wow. No, Kansas City was actually my third one already. My bad. Okay, yeah. so no, I see. Yeah. So, New England, Oakland, KC, and then uh, I will take – yeah, I'll take Miami as my fourth, actually. Ooh. Yeah, Miami is my fourth. That's and tough, for dude. The, <laughs> for, the, for the NFC, NFC who do you got NFC, NFC, I got to go – I got to go Giants, too, man. They're, 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 they're playing – they're playing really good football at the at a perfect time to play really good football. And like you said, like Ray said, their defense has stepped up huge, man. Yeah, well, New York, New York's my dark horse. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're my NFC dark hey, horse. And do not do people. That's the thing. People, it's, the NFC East is close too. People are sleeping on Washington, man. Washington looks good too. Yeah. Besides, they barely. I mean, they they put Dallas through. They put Dallas through a fight, man. Well, that's yeah. the thing. If, if this, this comes out, because Arizona's out of it, the Rams are out of mm-hmm. it, and then on the other side, the Bucks. Bucks are not as good as the Redskins, in my opinion. I and agree. then outside of that, you've got the Vikings, who are also not as good as Washington. So there's a really strong chance that the Redskins can eke out that last, that's other wild card position here. I agree. And knock three off from the, the other NFC ones. East and three from the AFC West. Yeah, and if there's any team that can yeah. also potentially derail Dallas in the postseason, it is the New York Giants. They do yeah. know that team very well, despite uh-huh. their new and improved offense. Yep. Oh, and their defense. I think I mean, their defense would hit, be able to handle it. Yeah, I agree. It will be interesting. We'll see how close we look. Uh, moving on to our final segment of the evening. It's all about that money. That cream. That cabbage. That green. That celery. That relish. That broccoli. That cheese. The doubloons. Shamrock. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that Christmas pine. (laughs) Them leaves. Damn presidents. Kermit the Frog. Stacks. Greenbacks. Bundles. 
leaves. Rubber band stacks. Let's get that cash. Spring mix. What'd you say? (laughs) St. Patty's Day. My organic (laughs) spring mix. I use shamrock milkshakes. Now, now we just lost it. Now it's just gone. Now it's just now it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's guess the lines real quick, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, Raymond, if you were to take a guess, San Francisco at Chicago. What is the line? This is a team that's only won one more game than us. What do you think the What do you think the Vegas line is for this? Gosh, I'm gonna say. Hmm. Quickly. There's a good chance that we are favored in this game. By how much? I would say a touchdown or less. Okay. Ray says favored by uh, so say less. I'll say Ray says favored Niners favored by six. Louis, what would you say? What would you if you had to guess? What do you think the line is for Chicago and San Francisco? San Francisco's traveling to Chicago. Uh, the uh, right now, actually, I have the line. The line is. Oh, don't uh, don't, don't say it then. If you have it, don't. Oh, okay. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say. Don't say. Don't say. It's actually. It's. It's not what I would have said. I would have guessed. My guess would have been um, that the the Niners would. Actually, my guess would be that the Bears would be favored by probably three. That would be my guess, but not. And, and it's not. But that's right. what I would guess. Oh man, Davis, what what's your guess? Six. Six. Now I have them on sportsbook. Now, Louis, you said something different. I have them favored. I have Chicago favored by three. That's what I have. That's exactly what I have. Is that what minus three means? Yep. It's the, it. Okay. Then yeah. Then yeah. I have that too. Yeah. Yeah. The over. They're, they're favored, <laughs> even though they've only forced 178 points this year. Niners have forced 228. We've scored 26 touchdowns this year to Chicago's 20. That's six more touchdowns than them. Eight more than L.A., who has three more wins than us. You Interesting. Have to, you have to, we have to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a lot. San Francisco is also going to Chicago for at a 10 a.m. for a 10 a.m. game. I think that's part yeah. of it. They did that uh, last so, year and beat them in overtime. That's they did. So here's the question, Raymond. Do you take that bet? No way. You take not. This is okay. So. I know that this is the this this is the game. Something's got to give. It almost gave today. It almost did. Two weeks. It's almost given. So I think this is. I, well, I should say. I'm sorry. Not two weeks. Because last week they got blown out, but because uh, they only played half a game. But the la- two out of the last three weeks, they've gotten really close to to pulling it out in the fourth quarter. This is the team that does it because their offense is worse than ours. Their defense is marginally better, but not really by much. So I'm going to take this, and they also have a losing record at home, just like we do. So I and we had their number last year, and they're even worse than they were last year. So I'm going to say you take the Niners by seven this time. Wow! Wow! Niners this by this is it seven. This is the oh, one, man, huh? Did you take that bet. I advise uh, walk away, uh, move out of the country. Uh, because that bet is is probably a bad idea. You want to go with Chicago. You go with the three points. I said six. I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago does win by six. This is not the game that the 49ers win, number two. I had them winning Ooh. against Miami. Had Antoine Bethea been in his position, they would have won. <laughs> I like a Matt Barkley. 
number three, number four down the totem pole for the Chicago Bears. They might uh, bring back Jim Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, Louis, maybe. do you take that back? Uh, no, I agree with OMD. You run, you run it far away from this. Not because I think that the Niners are going to pull it off, but just because this game is two pretty shitty teams, and you just have no idea who who is going to get the <laughs> upper hand at some point. <laughs> Matt Barkley versus Colin Kaepernick. Like, I know with no Alshon Jeffrey, I know I'm running away from that bet. Exactly. He's he's there. Not only do they not have Jay Cutler, but they have a backup without their best passing weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say 49ers and, pull off the upset too. And Cap is hitting his been hitting his stride. All right, here we go. Raymond, where, where can they find us? You can like us on Facebook.com/slash 49ers Goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at 49ers Goldcast. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher. Subscribe guarantees you'll be notified when we go live to the public every week. Raymond, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ray Solis. Louis, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at actually Louis B. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Rudy Solis third, Rudy Solis three, RD. Old Man Davis, where can they find you? You can find me on Wikipedia, Al Davis. Also search Oakland Raiders. There it is. There it is. Boom. So concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. <laughs> we are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. And our Los Angeles co-host. Louis B. And our esteemed co-host, Old Man Davis. Boom!